don't care. I mean, that song is just a badass song. But anyway, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are live at the Tank Rodriguez Show. I'm your host, Tank Rodriguez. And joined with me today is the man with the plan. We got good old Stephen Palenko back in the office. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing well. I, I, I don't have a plan. I don't know where that came from, well, but I have no plan. We have some sort of plan. You were here. You planned to come here. I did, and I was late. I apologize. Well, it's okay. We uh, we forgive you. It's, it's nothing structured here. This isn't corporate America where we have this fine line to follow. And, you know, we're good, man. You know, we're loose here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm loose in corporate America, too. That, <laughs> that might be my biggest problem. <laughs> hey, man, you know, it, it is what it is. But, you know, you're doing all right today? Doing I'm good. good? Man. Thanks for coming in again. I appreciate it. And excuse the mess. I do apologize. Uh, I, I do have, I mean, as you know, I'm not sure if everyone else knows, but hold on, let me get the ACDC out before we are banned forever. Um, I do have a flipping business and it's actually going really well, you know, uh, it, so that's why I have a lot of inventory. Uh, I just don't give anyone my address. Uh, so no, no, it's a super secret location. It's like the Batcave. It is. I mean, it's kind of shady though. And if you look here, like it, it's super, super shady. I recently got rid of my car. Well, one of my cars I, I got rid of, but. I had my cars parked here forever, and it made it look super, like, extra, extra shady. Well, you're in a, you're in a, it's not a bad part of town. Like, it's, 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 it's not a bad part of town. It's adjacent to a good part of town. Like, I don't... Yeah. So... <laughs> the cops are good here. Yeah. Well, they're, they're extra if strict. Especially they're, if you're white. They're great to you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I had a gun. I had a gun pulled on me by cops here. Have I told you that story? No, you. I have not. Please share. Okay, so I was driving this. um, this, It was a 1989 Ford Escort Uh hatchback, um, and I was coming through here, this area, this main street right here, Uh um, and it was like a. I'm just going to use this date as an example. It was like April 4th, Uh and my tag had expired like March 31st. Oh, so you were still in time. Yeah, so you have five days. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I got pulled over, and um, the guy. And I'm clearly Hispanic. Okay, uh-huh. this is just this is my racist cop story. <laughs> um, and um, he's like, "Hey, you know, you know, I pulled you over." And I said, "If I had to guess, it's because of you know that thing. I just haven't had a chance to do it yet." And yeah. I was young, probably twenty, twenty-one years old. And um, he's like, "Okay, I'm just gonna need to see your license and um, your registration, your insurance information." So. I reached for the glove box where I had my insurance oh, card, but and he unholsters his weapon, points it right at me, and says very loudly, let me see your hands. Show me your hands. And then does the little, you know, hey, hey, back up. Back up. <laughs> Brown person reaching, <laughs> uh, reaching in the glove box. Please come soon. So I'm like, dude, like. I, you just asked me for my registration, like I yeah. was. That's where you know. else would I put it? Yeah, and he <laughs> I, he says, just put your hands on it. I'm like, okay, you know, like my hands are in the steering wheel, and then like two minutes later, dude pulls up on the other side, and I'm like, all this for One, four, four right, days, four right. days expired tag, like. <laughs> And what was the outcome, though? I mean, the I mean, outcome is he gave me a ticket. Like, he was, you know, he didn't like, he wasn't like, sorry, I overreacted. Nothing. We apologized. It's like, okay, we're just going to write you a citation for this thing, whatever. If you get, and then he, then he was like nicer. He's like, really, if you go get the thing within the next 10 days, you come back in and they dismiss the ticket. And I'm like, okay, all, and I, I did that. It was a $10 fine. Yeah. And I, you know, I had a weapon pulled on me uh, because of a $10 violation. So, I mean, like, this is, I mean, it's over, I mean, not to say you're old, but it was, I mean, it's over a decade ago, mm-hmm. you know, you know what I mean? Like, 
Eh, when, when, you know, the internet wasn't really such a... Yeah, no, know, no body cam, yeah, nothing. Exactly. Like, I could have been, I could, I could have been blown away. Because you were reaching for an, because an, it was, yes. an object that they couldn't see. And it was at night? And then, you know, it was midday. So they could have, they would have shot me, oh. sprinkled some crack on me. <laughs> Johnson? <laughs> Cut and dry. <laughs> yeah, crack on him. Uh, oh, man. Uh... So I do want <laughs> wanted to bring. I was thinking of something. I was like, man, what are we going to talk about? Oh, of course, we always just you know free ball it. But um, uh, I was thinking about it because I read an article uh, that someone sent me the other day, and I was like, man, Palenko would really love this. Uh, so you remember when uh, the the Selena Netflix series came out, and I posted a picture. Uh, about how how the ratas were <laughs> were loving uh, were uh, Selena experts. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And you made one comment on there, uh, and I was like, "That's <laughs> not true. Absolutely not." And you said that J Lo was better than Selena. I, I didn't say that exactly. You still prefer J Lo over Selena. What I said was, <laughs> J Lo was a better Selena than Selena was Selena. But no, that's not true. It may not. I mean, I say that kind of tongue in cheek. Okay, I'm just but saying. But I, I do think. I'm. A, am I jumping the gun here? Do you want to finish and then I can? I want I can you to rant. finish because I'm going to put pie in your face in a little bit. <laughs> what I do think is, I, I think that there is a segment of the population who loves Selena, um, but they really what they really love is they love that Selena movie. Like yeah. they're not like hardcore they, they don't have selena's discography and yeah. um they can't sing her songs word for word front and, to back and they don't own like all they know about they selena, selena is selena what they learned right? yes <laughs> by accident by the way they don't i mean they don't what they know about selena they know from that film absolutely 100 percent. and i think i think there's more people than I we think, we, think of. I, I think we go on a limb and say they only like selena because selena died and that's not saying they wish her harm but because of her passing and because of our their heritage being the same, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, that's our queen, no forever, Selena. You yeah, know? and the ironic part about it is, is that she was on the cusp of becoming mainstream popular because yeah. she was going to start singing English, in English pop, yeah, yeah. right? Like, right. so our, our, and I say our because, like, I'm the same color as she was. Um, <laughs> we vaguely look the same. That's what we have in common. <laughs> Uh, we check the same box at the, on, our, yeah, on our W2s. <laughs> we love her for a thing she was about to move on from. And then she got shot in the back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, but what I was going to say is, I found, I mean, I didn't know, like, if you were, like, this big J-Lo fan. I was like, oh, whoa, he loves J-Lo. Okay, that's cool. I mean, who doesn't? Well, uh, I'm just saying, look, the article that I have here. Uh, it states that no, that's not Jennifer Lopez singing some of your favorite Jennifer Lopez songs. Uh, so like, it's funny that you say that the the fact that you said J Lo was a better Selena than Selena was. So now we can say Ashanti was a better J Lo than J Lo was because a lot of J Lo songs were actually sang by Ashanti. Oh yeah, is that a thing that's? I mean, is that a thing that's come up? Like I, I don't. Yeah. Uh, so uh, like uh, the song play. Like they, they do say, majority of J Lo's catalog is J Lo. Okay. Right? But a lot of J Lo's songs are like background singers, uh, a la Ashanti, who was very popular mm-hmm. too, but never and even wrote some of J Lo's songs that that they she gets credit for singing, but not for writing. Okay. 
I mean, I, 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 I no, no, no. Honestly, this fell flat because I honestly thought you. Were no, no. Joke. Like I, I'm like fine. Yeah. I, all I want to do is shit on Selena. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't care about Selena. No. Um, that I think that happens probably an awful lot. Yeah. Right. Like I don't. Like J J Lo J Lo is talented. Yeah. To an extent. I don't think her primary talent, her best talent is singing. No, she's not even a good actress. She's okay. Mm. She's okay. Mm. I mean. Here's the thing, too, that I was thinking about. It's like she plays a lot of disparaging parts for women. Uh, okay. So she, you know, she plays a poor, poor maid uh, that has to marry up in order to become wealthy. Was this so, made, made in Manhattan? Made, um, yeah. The made in Manhattan, right? So, and, and you, so now you're saying. You know, if you're if you're poor and you're Latino or Latina, you have to marry. Well, a, you know, one, you have to be a maid. Yeah, to be a maid. <laughs> okay. And then the other one is, uh, you know, L- Latina women uh, are home records uh, for wedding planners. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean that that's true. But I mean, I think and of course, I, I'm also being tongue in cheek. I just thought it was a funny coincidence. But she does also have that one movie where. Um, she bangs the neighbor kid. It's more recent than that. I can't remember the name of the movie, but um, I don't know. I, I haven't kept up with J Lo movies. I don't. I mean, let's see. J Lo bangs kid. the neighbor. J Lo bangs neighbor. Clear my uh, clear my browser history in, when I'm in, when I'm dead, in, please. Incognito <laughs> in in window. Here we come. <laughs> uh, the boy next door. Okay, yeah. So that's the plot of that movie, and then he becomes psycho, and like he stalks her or whatever. And... Oh yeah, but she played another one too. Was the uh, uh, the one where she's in an abusive relationship and she just stays around to uh, kill him. That was actually a good one. I enjoyed that one. Yeah, let's start there. Like, what's a good J? I'll tell you what's a good movie, and it's not really her movie, but uh, she was good in Jack. You remember Jack with oh, Robin Williams, yeah, with where Robin he was Williams. aging super rapidly? Yeah, I mean that's a whole. Other but but she was yeah, she wasn't the star there. Yeah. But <laughs> that's like that's the first time I remember like J Lo movies. Look at it. We're going to go through J-Lo's Welcome to the Movie Misfits podcast. Filmography. <laughs> I can't wait to get James's opinion on J-Lo movies. <laughs> if he was mad before. <laughs> did you like... I'm sorry. Uh, did you enjoy the uh, Snyder Cut? Um, you know, if you compare it to its predecessor... Yeah. Then yeah. Way better. But if you take it on its own merit and you compare it against a bunch of other like superhero movies, it's all right. I mean, that was a long time. That was a lot of time to invest in one mil- one movie. There was a uh, there was a Facebook friend of mine. Well, just someone in, on Facebook that I happen to be friends with uh, said, "If you didn't like the Snyder Cut, you don't understand DC Comics whatsoever." I'm not saying it was a ten out of a ten, but a nine out of ten def. And I was like, "Oh, okay. Like, all right, my bad." Uh, but, uh, let's see. Monster-in-Law, An Unfinished Life, Made in Manhattan, Shall We Dance. Shall We Dance is good because it has, uh, Richard, uh, Gere in that movie. And, uh, my mom would play it, like, religiously, so it's actually a good movie. Okay. Uh, Geely, or Giggly, with, uh... Oh, Ben Affleck. With ben Affleck. Not, For, a, not a good movie. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but hey, you know what? As, at least she's... she's She's, uh, you know, got rid of Look, the worst baseball player uh, she, of all time. Well, no, they came out and said they're still together. Are you serious? Yeah. God, I hate, I cannot Jay, stand A-Rod. Oh, I mean, who can? Like, I don't understand. But he, like, the, he's worse. He is worse than, um, who's that guy that's been? Pete Rose. He's worse than Pete Rose. <laughs> I, I can't stand I don't know. Him. Why? Because he's Hispanic? 
Even My, me and him have the same last name. What are you talking <laughs> about? I just <clears throat> he, he okay. He he was he started out the Rangers, right? Yeah. And then of course I No mean, no no, he started with the Seattle Mariners. Okay, yeah. That's then right. he took a quarter of a million dollar a quarter of a billion dollar contract to go yeah. and play with the Texas Rangers. Right. But before when he was with the Mariners, like Griffey was like, Who the fuck is this guy? Like and he rubbed him the wrong way. Yeah. Right? So then he then yeah, he takes up he, he obviously takes the money, he goes to the Rangers, mm-hmm. right? And then of course takes more money and then works with Jeter and like who I mean like Jeter's like oh, look, I'm a Red Sox fan. Okay. Like hands down. But Jeter deserves respect. Or like, like you got to give respect. Where why did you roll your eyes though? Because Jeter is pretty slightly above average. He he. The, the thing that Jeter had going for him is one. He's like extremely good looking. Okay. Okay. And he did. He had a couple of cool moments in like super clutch situations yeah. for the Yankees. But yeah. if you look at him statistically, is it's, he the best player? I'm not. No, definitely not saying he's the best player. A well respected player. If if Derek Jeter spent his career with the Oakland A's, you wouldn't be talking, or the Kansas City Royals. Well, he's just another shortstop. Uh, who who was that pitcher with the mullet and the Avalanche? Um, he threw a, a, a no hitter. Let's see. Well, I, I, Randy, I, I, are you talking I, I about Randy Johnson? Randy Johnson. I guess that proves my point, but I just forgot his name. But like Randy Johnson's respected, regardless of where he was at. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, as one of the best. But I, I mean. I'm gonna. I will lose this argument against any anybody I make it to because people love Derek Jeter, and I, you know, like I said, as a Red Sox fan, I like Derek Jeter. I hate. Maybe it's my my prejudice against any and all things New York. Okay. Like I, I, there, I can't think of anything New York related other than like food and the city for maybe three days at a time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Trash. Yeah, I I can't think of anything New York related where I'm like, okay, yeah, I love Patrick Ewing, I love Derek Jeter, Eli Manning, or Jeremy where, Lin, yeah. <laughs> Lin Sanity. Like so, like to to prove my point, like I'm I'm on a mission to sort of collect a get a baseball hat from every MLB MLB team. Uh-huh. Um, I'm close. I just can't. There are a few teams I can't talk myself into spending money on. The the Mets and the Yankees are one of them. Boston's another one. Are you um, serious? I have plenty of Red Sox hats you can have. I, you're flipping Red Sox hats. Yeah, right. now. <laughs> no, uh, but you know, honestly, I did want Mike Piazza to win uh, when they when uh, when they went to the World Series with the Yankees. Uh-huh. Uh That would have been nice to, just to have the Mets win. Piazza's in, Piazza is more of an LA, and I feel the same way about LA, by the way. Yeah. Than I do, like even like um, Kobe. Like I just. Like I never like I respect Kobe as an athlete and and yeah. and the talent that he had. Absolutely. But I don't like him. I never liked him because he played for the Lakers. Played for the Lakers. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I I mean I think there was even like a, a, a like a like a, a goodbye letter to him uh, by like the <laughs> from like a Celtics fan. He goes, "I hate you. Like I can't stand you. Like I'm sorry you're dead. You know, <laughs> like I mean." But if you don't have someone like Kobe, like you don't have like the great back and forth like we have with the Spurs and yeah, no, no, like I mean, they, there's a place for him. And I look like they're talking about oh, we need to update the NBA logo and make it a silhouette of Kobe Bryant. And I'm like, I guess like well, why not Jordan? Because Jordan was the best. right. I mean, you do whatever you want with your logo. Yeah. Like I'm still gonna watch basketball because I'm a basketball fan. But like, yeah, that, that's yeah, that's reaching. Do we need that? Do we yeah. need that to remember? Is that do we need that to honor Who's and remember going to Kobe? Kobe. Like who besides me on this podcast right now is like, fuck Kobe Bryant, even today right now. Nobody like everybody everybody understands that 
the manner in which he died was particularly tragic. Uh, he much. had a lot to offer the world post basketball. He had yeah. children. He had a wife that he cheated on. Um, <laughs> it's throw it in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was tragic the way he died, and it's very sad. Yeah. Like it did impact me emotionally because I am a basketball fan. Yeah, but I'm like, mm, okay. Like let's yeah, it's it's really sad. Like it, it was super sad. Like like to have someone die like that, but it's like yeah, life still goes on for me. Right. Yeah. I still have I still have to pay rent at the end of the month. Absolutely. And you know what's funny? You say that. Uh, I've been thinking a lot, man. Like this a lot lately is as far as like career wise and, mm-hmm. uh, and and you know what's you know that we only have like one at bat for the you know at life you okay. know and. Uh, my anxiety has been going through the roof lately, and it's just like, oh shit! Like, am I wasting my life? Okay, so you being uh, uh, someone uh, in a leadership position uh, at a company, um, how do you? How do you like? Is this what you wanted to do growing up? No. Um, so, like, yeah. Let me. Let, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll dive into it, but go ahead. No, no, not not not. I mean, honestly, growing up, like just like every other kid, you have. You have, I don't know, like I wanted to be a basketball player. Yeah. But I'm six feet tall, Hispanic, and not fast enough. You know, I don't jump high enough. I don't do the things that, like, that wasn't in the cards for me. Right. So, like, all I really ever wanted was to make enough money to live a comfortable life. Okay. Okay. Like, I don't, I didn't have a specific career in mind. Like, I want to be a dentist. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be this. I want to be that. I just... Like I, I wanted to live my life as an adult, and so I mean, and you're 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 definitely okay, and I'm not knocking it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, not, if if that makes you like content with life and happy with life, more power to you. Um, and I'm not sure if we talked about it. I, I'm not sure if I brought it up yet. I mean, I, I do bring it up to other guests, but uh, as far as you know, you wake up one or you know one day you're in your on your deathbed. Like, yeah. do you think you would have regret? Be like, oh man. Uh, let's say let's say you worked at HEB, right, and, and you were a manager at HEB, and you, and you retired as an HEB manager, okay. right, and you're on your deathbed, or, or you're at your, people right at your funeral, like man, like that's Stephen Palenko, man, and he was a good HEB manager, yeah, like God rest his soul. Um, I I I, I hope that my legacy, right, that's yeah. a big word, but I hope that my legacy is something more than what I did for a living. Absolutely, a hundred percent. But I think of someone like my dad. Like uh-huh. my dad is a, uh, my dad has had ups and downs in his life, but what people really know him for is, is being this amazing truck driver, right? Like he, like he's, that's all he's done. That's all he's uh-huh. ever known. That's all he's ever done, you know. And he's, I mean, he's getting close to retirement. And um, like, do you, like, it's hard to put into words, but like, not even so much that people say like, "Oh, he was a good HEB manager." Right. But like, do you? I mean, if you had a moment to look back on your life before you go into heaven, and you're like, "Man, I wish I would have just done something else with all the time that I had." Yes and no. Like in, in terms of work, right? Like, because that's kind of where you started the conversation. Yeah. In terms of work, not really. Like, I don't, I don't get a ton of emotional satisfaction out of work. Right. Okay. Maybe I would if I had become an NBA basketball player, right? Like, yeah, like, what, yeah. or like, okay, so let me, let me sort of back it up a little bit. I went, when I got my degree, um, and in marketing and what I really wanted to do is I wanted to, um, get into sort of like commercials and advertisement and things like that. Mm-hmm. So that was really what I went to school with the idea of doing. Yeah. Um, 
I worked for a bank at the time, Corporate America Bank. Um, they did tuition reimbursement, so I used them to sort of pay through, pay my way through school. Perfect. Yeah. I graduated. They promoted me to manager in a call center, and oh. that that was the trajectory. That's what set me on this trajectory. Yeah. Right? Is people management, people leadership, customer service, that sort of thing. Um, so I didn't do what I wanted to do, but I'm fine with what where it has led me. I, I like to, I mean, and that, that's great. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're fine with it. I think what I struggle with now is just like, not that I complain about the boss that I report to because <laughs> it's you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I love it. But it's just like, I want to be able to wake up anytime. I like, you know what? I don't feel like working the day. And I'm, I'm my bills are still going to be paid. I'm not going to have to worry about being fired. You know, like, you know what? Let's, 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 let's uh, hey kids, let's go on vacation. And it's like, oh, well, what about work? I was like, well, what about it? Like, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. And I just feel like, you know, I, and maybe just my personality trait. I just, I don't want to, I don't want to have a boss for the rest of my life. And I, and that's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's okay for people to have bosses, not have bosses. Um, I just, um, just, you know, just from things that I've seen, you know, from the past and just, you know, the way, the way work works, you yeah. know, as far as like on top, um, it's just like I want to be in control of what I get to do and what I don't get to do. Yeah, which is fine. So here's here's my philosophy in terms of like how I manage the people that I manage. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'll just continue on your HGB example. Absolutely. All right? Nobody grew up dreaming of being a cashier when they got older. Hundred percent. Okay. No one did. Yeah. And no one grew up. You didn't grow up dreaming of doing what you're doing right now as your primary source of income. Hundred percent. I understand that. Okay, so what I want for you, right, and for the rest of my employees is tell me what you want out of this job. I'll help you get it mm -hmm. and then move forward. Like if you come to me tomorrow, Tank, and you say, hey, man, uh, my my flipping business is taking off. I have to dedicate more time. I'm making a huge profit there. I've got I've to gotta step away from this. I will miss you as an employee and the production that you give to our company, but I will be so happy for you yeah. because you got what you wanted. Like what you, all you need out of our, our job right now is you need, you need to finance your life. Absolutely. Okay. 100%. And like your passion is something other than the job that you're doing. Yeah. But I think that passion, because you're pursuing that passion and you know that you need this to get there, mm -hmm. you can take that passion and translate it into the work that you do. Well, oh, right. Yeah, like it yeah. doesn't have to be, you don't have to have your dream job. Like my pat, like me personally, like my passion, my kids, my family, I want to take care of them. Yeah. Okay. So I approach my work with that passion. My other, you know, my passion while I work, it's really, and I mean this, like it's the success of the people who work for me. Yeah. Like I want you to be successful, whatever that means to you. Yeah. Okay. Some of the biggest success stories that I've had from people that I've managed, they found some at some other company than the one that, that, that we were currently working at. Yeah. Okay. I just want you to get the most out of your contributions to our company. Okay. Yeah. Like that's what I'm looking for. And you know, all the other stuff is sort of periphery, right? Yeah. Like it's just, yeah, I, I agree. I, and I see that I definitely like, I used different methods of as launching pads or different jobs as launching pads to get myself to the next step, you know, you know or whatever. And then definitely, thanks to where I'm at now, like a hundred percent is because hundred percent like goes to like I was able to do what I'm doing now on the side because of the current job that I have. Right. You know, so I, and, and I appreciate that. I just 
my my thing is like I get involved or at companies mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah like this is where I want to move up and you know and then it gets stuck in that in that race and I won't even call it a rat race per se but I mean like it still is a race to the top you know and who can get there and make the most money you know but then I'm like am I happy or am I just like being like do I have like a carrot dangled and I, and I think it's golden and I think it's gonna solve all my problems but at the end of the day I still have to report to somebody yeah but I mean. Like here's the thing. Like, what are you, what, what are you doing that work for? Okay. Yeah. Like for me, like I feel like I contribute a lot. I, I do 100%. my, I do my core role, and I do some other things yeah. that contribute and help the company be successful. But I do that because that's what needs to get done, right? Yeah. Like that's the stuff that needs to get done. I don't do that strategically to advance my career. Yeah. Okay. You're not showboating. No, I'm not, yeah. and I don't know if I have it in me to do that. Yeah. But I trust that the right people will notice and will reward and recognize that. Okay, yeah, absolutely. And if it, it sometimes it works out and yeah. sometimes it doesn't. Like there's been plenty of times in my career, even recently, where I thought that I was in a good position yeah. to get promoted, and it just didn't work out. Yeah, it didn't work out, and th- it's disappointing when that happens. Um, but because of the reasons that I do the things that I do, those reasons still exist. Like if I were doing that, if I were doing the stuff that I do with the sole purpose of getting promoted. When I don't get promoted, all that seems like a waste of time. Yeah. And it doesn't feel that way to me because somebody else got promoted or because I missed that opportunity or whatever. Because what I was doing it for it's like, still it's like, exists. It's like, why are you telling me you're, you're watering the plants when you're not watering the plants and and nothing's growing? You're just saying you're watering the plants, you know? Um, I said that wrong, uh, but I think you know what I'm saying. Like, you're, you're saying that you're watering the plants and you know maybe you're not watering them as much as you're saying. You're well, not, and there's not a lot to show for it. Here's I'll I'll, I'll take your example yeah. and I'll say, you take credit for the plants being green and big and grown when uh-huh. actually what happened is we just got a lot of rain. Yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah. You 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 just got we got a lot of rain and your your plants are at the front of the building. Everybody sees your plants. They got a lot of rain. My plants are growing and all that other stuff, but I'm not trying to say that I grew those plants. Yeah. I just fucking, I know it fucking rained. <laughs> okay. But yeah. so it's like stuff like that does happen. And it's, you know, a lot of it is, yeah, there's, there's a corporate America aspect to everything that happens. Yeah. But like I said, one, two, the, the reason I can kind of deal with that sort of disappointment a lot easier is one, I don't, I don't get emotional satisfaction from work it's just it, it finances my life okay and i like that yeah where it gets stressful is is it am i getting enough to finance my life or am i not like yeah and and, and i think that's what it comes down to like it's like knowing your worth like and and, and, and i think that can and, and i'll tell you 100 percent. like where we're at now like i was i was denied twice for jobs that i well well three times three or four times i was denied for a position uh before i got my first like really promotion but outside of outside of where we work, like I I would apply for a job and I would get it, and it was like instantly. So like one, my ego was shattered. I was like, Yeah, you telling me no, you know? And it's like uh, I took it bad, like so bad. Like hindsight, like I wish I wouldn't have done it like that, yeah. but I'm glad I did. Like I'm really glad I did because it, like I learned from it. Like as, as far as like, hey, like it's not the end of the world. I think I I think an important thing that you say is to know your worth, right? And know that your worth is not defined by us or by your by. I don't define your worth as your as your boss. Yeah, he's clearly um, your worth is not defined by any company that you work for. Right. Um, Your worth is defined by you Mm -hmm. and the people you allow to have that authority in your life. Right. Like 
my worth is defined by my my family, my kids. Yeah. That's where that's where I invest my life. Yeah. Okay. And you know, there's a balance, right? Between we talk about work life balance a lot. There's the work life balance for me is like who has the priority in your life? Because some people will say, yeah, I work hard and I do all these things so that I can make more money and I can provide for my kids better. If that makes sense to you, yeah, do it. I work to finance my life. Okay. I want, I want, here's what I want. Cause I know how I grew up. Okay. And I know like the treat for us, you can turn it on. Yeah. (laughs) The, the treat for me and like my my brothers and sisters, like every Sunday we'd go to church and then my dad would go to like Burger King Uh or Jack in the box and get 12 jumbo jacks. They were a dollar each. (laughs) And we'd go home and we each have two jumbo jacks. And that was, that was us eating out for the week. Yeah. Okay. So for me today, like I can take my kids out to dinner and not be like, okay, on the side, like you're only ordering water, order water. You say root beer. I will kick you under the table. Like I don't do that. I, I don't have to do that anymore. Sorry. I don't have to do that anymore. Um, and that is, Okay, that's good for me. Like right. that's I'm comfortable. Um, but, but you but you got there because someone defined your financial worth and you you yes you yes I it. agree that when you you know you're Stephen you're worth fifteen dollars an hour to me yeah. or whatever it is yes there is that that's that there's a dollar amount to that yeah but I do think that worth is a little more than than dollar that's that that's my yeah. worth to whoever I work for right. okay and I accept that. Uh-huh. Okay, you have to either accept it or you walk or away and you go do something yeah. else. I accept it. I accept that they have defined what I'm worth to them. Yeah, and that's okay. I'm, if I didn't like it, I'd, I'd be in. I'd be in hot pursuit of something else. Yeah. Okay, what I look for, what I what I really feed off of more from my employer is, um, are you recognizing the efforts that I make? Yeah. Are you rewarding me? Like one of the phrases I use a lot is discretionary effort, mm-hmm. meaning, do I do things? without you having to ask me to do them. Yeah. Okay. Do I come to you and say, Hey boss, look at this report. I was running these numbers. I was looking at them <laughs> and, um, tell me what you think of this, right? Like here's how we can fix this. Yeah. I know this is not in my job function, but I took, took a look at it. Like, am I, are you getting discretionary effort from me? Like it's all about for companies on the flip side of it. It's all about value, right? Yeah. Like I'm going to pay you $15 an hour, but I need $18 an hour of, profit off of you otherwise what good is it like it's all it does come down to dollars and cents at the end of the day but i just i don't know man it's weird like i i do i'm more of a relationship guy when it comes to work and like that's why you and i are here doing the having this conversation right is because there's a relationship that we have and that to me there's more value in that um and if that costs me something of worth quote unquote right then it does, but I know that I have invested into you. Yeah. And I know that when, if or, if or when you decide that you want to leave this company, that that investment remains. That's your ROI. Yes. Like that's your return on investment, yes. uh, you know, with the, the emotional, the emotional, you know, value that you put to, 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 to others, you know, yes. you, you, and, and you got to like, I, ha- I, I got my investment re- re- back to me because now look at him he flourished he did something right great, and, it, you know? and it's it's um and people do that and still make a lot more money than i do like yeah. that's not a trick that's exclusive to me yeah 
but it's just who you are. It's just who I am as a person. And I don't, you know, like my my thing is, is that a lot of people don't see it. I mean, a lot of people don't have that clear vision as far as, you know, maybe like a lot of cashiers, you know, that are just like, Hey, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm, I'm kind of, you know, like, I don't know what my next move is, or maybe I'm, I'm destined just to be a, a cashier for the rest of my life. I just, I just, I feel sorry you know, like they, they don't get to. I, I don't want anyone to waste that life. You know, I, I think that's the point where I'm getting at now. It's just like, you know, I don't believe my financial worth is is, is being you know uh, correctly defined by other people who give me that mm-hmm. money. You know, so I have to do something about it. Now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like now, you know, but I don't know. It, it just, I just, I, I love the idea of having that camaraderie at at a company. Uh, I just don't feel like my my worth is being yeah, and I and not even just money. You know what I mean? Like 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 again, it's like I don't do things like to. But it is money, yes, because that's what kind of what you're you're getting absolutely. at. But I would say this: like, like what is a, what's the amount? Like, if I said to you, but if I if I said to you, hey, a million dollars for you to do indecent indecent proposal, I make an indecent proposal to you. <laughs> no. Right. So. <laughs> Even a million dollars isn't is more than you're worth. Yeah. Right. Like there's no there's no real number in your well, head. I that mean, you get into billions. <laughs> I might take one for the team. <laughs> I mean, I could do a lot with a billion and really cover up right. that shame. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's a lot of therapy. I can I can afford the I best therapist the, in the planet. Could a hypnotist forget about forget that it ever happened? <laughs> no, but I mean, like like I don't think any human being can have their worth defined in dollars and cents. Yeah. Okay, I don't. And I don't think that about my job. I don't want you to think that about your job. Okay. I don't want you to feel undervalued or underappreciated. Yeah. Okay? I want you to feel, like, accurately valued and accurately appreciated. Yeah. And a lot of times, people need to be honest with themselves and say, what are they getting out of me? Yeah. Am I really giving 100%? 100%. Yeah, a- absolutely. No, like, I, I will tell you, and I, yeah. you know, I will I just, as transparent as I can be, there are days in my week where I'm like, you know what? 60%. 70%. I'm, yeah. 65 yeah. best. Okay. But there are also days where I know they're getting 120. Yeah. Okay. So it all, in the end, it all balances out. Yeah. But it's, it's like, it's the people who, who um, are consistent 75 percenters, right? <laughs> like, you yeah. know, and I'm not saying you specifically, but. Yeah. You know the effort that it takes to produce in your job at the level that is expected of you. And that is not always 100%. Yeah. Okay. Um, like it's, I don't know. It's just, it, it, it's, there's a danger. There's a risk. I, sh- I shouldn't say danger, but there is a risk um, that you take when you give your best. Yeah. Okay. Because if you don't give your best, right? Like if you're a 75 percenter and, you, it doesn't work out for you. You walk away from it and you can say, I didn't do my, I didn't even do my best. Yeah. So no big deal. No big loss. The risk in giving your best is you do your best and it still doesn't work out for you the way that you wanted it to. And you have to walk away and think, God, my best was not enough. My best was not enough. And I'll tell you, like, I felt that way. I felt like 
in, in certain situations where I have given my best. I've done everything that I've been asked to do at a high level. I have given residual, you know, discretionary effort. I've given discretionary effort um, and produced discretionarily. That means I'm my own choice, not at their command. Yeah. Um, and then I, I gave that 100, 110%. And then at the end of it, they decide to go in a different direction. Yeah. And there is, there's disappointment in that. And the, you know, if, if I were pursuing a role and I only gave 75% and didn't get that role, I would not feel bad. Right. It's, the, it's the times that you give your best and it doesn't work out. Those, that stings. That stings and, and there's no way around it. And I think you, should, you need to allow yourself to feel hurt, allow yourself to feel disappointed, but then you gotta move on. You've gotta, you've gotta dust it off and try again or whatever. What's the name? That's, how does that song go? Dust it off, try, try yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah, you can just Aaliyah the whole thing. You just dust it off, dust yourself off and try again. But I mean, that's true. You just got to, you've, you've got to, sometimes it's just not the right thing that you're pursuing. Reminds me of one of my favorite uh, just Stone Cold Steve Austin quotes. Let's see if I can find it for you really quick. I'm going to play it. Okay, hold on. When I got a guy putting a ceiling on what I can be or saying that I can't do something, well, that's when you fucked up because I'll prove your ass wrong every single time because I ain't afraid of hard work and I'll outwork every motherfucker that there is to get where I want to go. Yeah. And so, like, that being said, because I I, I love that because you you act as fuel, but it's like, is there a way to prove them wrong? You know, even though if you got, you know, you you, you don't get what you you, you you set out to be. I don't care about proving them wrong. My motivation for the job that I've done mm-hmm. remains. Like I said earlier, like if I were if I were doing my job with the sole purpose of getting that next role, then it would have been a waste of time yeah. when I don't get that next role. But that's not what I do my job for. Yeah. The reasons I do my job, you, your peers, our department, the company that I work with, my boss who I respect, yeah. they still exist. Right. And they are the reasons why I do the things that I do. And I'll continue to do that. My kids still have to eat, yeah. right? I still have rent to pay. I still have uh, bills to pay. The, all those reasons still exist. Yeah. They didn't go away because I had my hat hung on this one thing that didn't work out. That's where people, that's where the danger comes from. And that's where the devastation and the, oh, I'm leaving this company. I'm never working for these people again yeah. comes from because you had, you had, you were too ambitious about one thing. Yeah. And that was your purpose for work. And then that purpose went away. Yeah. I, I understand. Yeah, I, I had that that poopy pants mentality too when I and I got rejected. I was like, oh, I'm gonna find somewhere else. And I, I, shout out to, to Derek because Derek was my manager at the time. Yeah. Uh, I, I was like one like one absence away from like, and I was gonna go to a job interview, and I was like, man, like when I met Derek, and I was like, oh, you know what, I'm gonna stay. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I really did, and it was because of good leadership too. And I think there's a lot of good leadership there, but uh, not not to get too much yeah. <laughs> into there. But I'm glad I, I'm glad I, I lost that mentality though. As far as like, well, like they don't see how good enough I am. I'm gonna go somewhere else, and it's like, what? Then why were you like? What, you're like you're saying like, why were you doing it in the first place? Well, yeah, and I think like particularly in our industry, right? Like, there are options yeah. for everybody in this town, okay? But it doesn't make a lot of sense, right? For you to go from here to there to do the exact same, basically the exact same job with yeah. just a different product, yeah. right? Like. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You start from scratch over there. Yeah. Like if you were here and you had some sort of bad reputation or right. all that stuff, like then yeah, maybe you want to go start fresh somewhere else. But so, so I mean, like like what Stone Cold said, 
like does it drive you to work harder or do, I mean are but sh- but you, you're saying you're, you've already given your like your best and you, you know what your work is that you do you can ha- you can hang your hat your your hat on knowing that you did your best work all the time right yeah for the most part mm-hmm. but but since you got you know since you got rejected do you work harder I maybe like I I am ins- I, I I am inspired from the rejection right. to respond the right way. And yeah. if that means more effort, then I'll make the effort that I can make. Yeah. Okay. I will continue. Maybe it doesn't change that much, but I, yeah, I, like, yes, I, I, I don't know. The stupid answer to your question is yes, it does sort of, there's a challenge in me to like, okay. Cause obviously uh, there's an opportunity n- to grow. Somewhere. No, like in any of these situations there, for me, there's sometimes like, I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to prove that you didn't pick the right person. Well, yeah, that's what I'm because, saying. Because, yeah, that's yeah like, that's look, up. Yeah. Here's, 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 the, here's my body of work, yeah. right? I'm going to add to it, okay? Yeah. And look, you see it or you don't see it, okay? The people who are making the decisions for other things, you either see it or you don't see it, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't, where I go wrong and where the, the mistake that I make is I don't catalog my work, polish it up, and put it, as a presentation to everybody who needs this, who, who I want to see it. Yeah. Okay. I trust the process that as my work impacts our business, it will be noticed and seen by the people who need to notice and see it. So yeah. if in like one situation it wasn't noticed and seen, that means that my work wasn't meant to get me there. Yeah. Okay. My work is meant to get me somewhere else or at some other time. So I can, I can walk away. Like I've been through enough of these hard no's in my life to know that those usually lead to better or different opportunities. Absolutely. Okay. So I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Like it happens. And look, like it's important to me working for the company that I work for, that everybody in that company does their role um, to a high level. Yeah. So I want that for everybody in every job that they get, or even the jobs that I thought I wanted that I didn't get. Yeah, I still want people. I still want people to be successful. I still care about them, and so the relationship with those guys are still important to me. But like, I'm not. I'm not going to be depressed about it. I'm not going to let it change who I am fundamentally. Yeah. And if who I am fundamentally doesn't fit for a specific role, then then maybe that role isn't meant for me. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, if you have to change who you are fundamentally to fit into a role, that role wasn't meant for that you. role wasn't meant for you, and they're not getting the best version of you in that role. Yeah. Okay. And it could be it could be a, a it could backfire on you too, and just like hey, this wasn't meant for me, and you, now you're let go, and you have to start all over again. Yeah, and I, I look, yeah. man, look, there's people who are career ambitious, man. They just want the highest title, the most money. Yeah. And go knock yourselves out. Do that. And if that brings you satisfaction, that brings you joy, that brings you happiness, that's fine. You're just, it's different. I'm not that way, but that doesn't mean you're, you're bad. Like doesn't mean bad people are ambitious. There's a lot of great people who have very high career ambitions and they take the right effort and energy to go after that. And they, they strategically align themselves to move that in that direction. Good for them. Like, good. If that's what's bringing you the, the happiness that you want in your life, then I want you truly, I mean, it. I want you to be happy. I am happy. Okay, I don't I've never been super career ambitious and it probably has cost me a promotion or two (laughs) sometime over the last 20, 25 years of my career. Um, But I I, I rest easy in knowing what I bring to the table, knowing what I contribute. Absolutely. And and also, like like you were saying earlier, not molding to what they want and just always staying true to who you are. 
and I think I think that I think that's cost me a lot of promotions too. As far as at different companies, it's just like I wasn't I wasn't going to bend like as far as like become an ass kisser, you know, and and, and well, it's, that way I can I can get where I want to be in life. It's like that. It's like I want to sleep at night, you know. <laughs> it's like any relationship, okay? Yeah. If I'm if I'm if I have a girlfriend, a wife, whatever, if I can't comfortably be myself in that relationship. It's I'm, I, whether it be right now or 20 years down the road, I'm ultimately going to be very unhappy because I was never allowed to be myself. I right. never felt comfortable being myself. Yeah. Same thing in a job role, right? Yeah. If you're not comfortable being yourself in that role, you're going to find some unhappiness. Okay. And if you have to go to work every day and put on airs and um, act like someone you're not, you're not going to be happy. But look, people are in roles that I want. And they're not doing that. They're not. That's who they are. Yeah. That's that's how they that's how they operate. And they are happy. And they yeah. are where they deserve. And they did earn that job. And just because they earned it, and I also feel like I earned it, it doesn't mean that they're in the wrong spot, uh, right? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like absolutely. I don't care. Like I don't. Yeah. I want I, again. I want people to be happy at yeah. work. And that's what I think. Like I, that's my philosophy with you guys, right? Is look, are you happy? Yeah. Okay. Now. Not happy in the sense that are you getting emotional satisfaction out of what you do? Right. But is are you getting what you want out of what you do? That's a good okay. Point. That's a good outlook. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That's a good outlook because I mean, uh, I'm more of emotional based. You know, as far as like I want to be happy with the work that I do, uh, and uh, I would hate, I would really regret life <laughs> if I did this for the rest of my life. And it's not a knock towards the job because I love the job. You know what I mean? I love, I, I, I do in a sense love what I do because uh, I get to interact with my peers and, you know, and as far as uh, uh, there's a common goal there. And, and overall, I get to help people, uh, which is nice. Um, I just, at some point in time, it's like, no, like, uh, I have to do something else to fulfill this void in, inside yeah, of me. Yeah. And that's sort of what happens. To, yeah. That's what happened, like going, circling all the way back to the beginning of this yeah. conversation. Like, I got my degree in marketing. I wanted to go into marketing and I just stumbled my way into people leadership. Yeah. I st that wasn't what I wanted to do, but I, I, I it, life led me there right. and I gotten a lot. I've made, you know, enough of a living to take care of my kids. Right. They don't have to order water at restaurants. Um, <laughs> like I've made enough of a living to be okay and to, 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 to provide for my family the right way. I don't, I, I, I I'm happy. I'm a happy person. Yeah. Um, and maybe that happens for somebody in our environment, right? Like yeah. they don't, I didn't dream, I didn't grow up dreaming of being a contact center manager yeah. when I grew up, but it happened and I'm fine. You know, it's not my dream job, okay? But I, I'm very, I'm very, I'm satisfied where, I'm happy where I am, I'm satisfied I think, where I, I am. The, and that might happen, is. yeah, and that might happen for somebody that works for me, right? Yeah. Like I know that this wasn't your dream job, but maybe you can stumble your way into a job that satisfies you and like yeah. how, many, how many people how many people get to do their dream job not very not many very many people, yeah. right we're not all going to be actors and nba base basketball players and um nba baseball players too. yeah those, uh, that's the true dream <laughs> that's job the true dream. Was, that, was that basketball basketball <laughs> so yeah man i just it's it's i don't know it's i just don't look for emotional satisfaction at work Last thing on the topic. Okay. Uh, it, it, not so much on that, but let's say you're CEO of your company. Okay. And you, you're getting you're getting to promote to people. I mean, like, do you do it on merit, uh, or do you do it on? Uh, I mean, how how do you how would you uh, 
uh, go about. It, it, and it, I'm asking this in the sense of like people listening to this, maybe like that are trying. I mean, because I, I do like interview other people, like as far as like that are in leadership positions. Mm-hmm. I say, like, hey, like, what do you look for when you're when you're hiring people? Like, what what questions do you ask them? And uh, you know, like, what would you be on the look for? You know, other than merit or you know, uh, maybe they're visible, more visible than others. Or- I uh, I would hire people based on whether or not they are qualified for the mm-hmm. role that they're applying for and whether or not they fit strategically with what that role is trying to accomplish. Gotcha. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. There, it's not, it's not overly complicated. It's, can you do this job and do you, do you align with what we're trying to accomplish with this role? Yeah. That's it. it it's not a, it, I didn't put you in this role because it, it, as a reward and recognition for something you did in a different role. Yeah. I put you in this role because you are qualified and because you will, accomplish what we strategically the, need to accomplish from this position that was the one of the hardest things for me to swallow was the fact just uh because one of the positions i applied for one of the jobs uh i, I was told like just because you're really good at this job doesn't mean you you're qualified mm-hmm. for this other job and i was like oh, you're right dude like and i felt like such a shithead because i was so so bitter and upset about it and, but uh, but but, I, but I, when I finally heard that, I was like, it made so much sense. But yeah, you're right, 100. percent But there is something we said. I'm sorry to keep belaboring no, the no, topic. There's a natural progression for work, right? Like there's, you go to manager. You know, you do your job. You go to manage at that level. You go to manager level two, level three, level yeah. four, so on and so forth. Um, one of the things that I say, and one of the kind of the career advice that I give is, um, you know, and it comes from the Bible, is to be faithful in the little things. Yeah. And they'll make you ruler over many things. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. There's no way you can functionally do your boss's job if you can't do your job. Okay. 100%, so yeah. you don't have to be the number one ranked person, the number one salesman in your region or any kind of bullshit like that, but you have to perform. You have to be, you have to yeah. be performing at a high level yeah. to prove to us like, okay, so if you can do this little piece, we're going to trust you with more. Yep. Right. So yes, you have to perform, especially if you're trying to promote and you're trying to go internally but if you're if you're applying for a job externally, like if I'm looking at an external hire, like you can put whatever the hell you want on your resume. You can tell me you're the top salesman in the quarter and for your region. I have no way of verifying that. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so like tell, say tell whatever me. you say yeah. whatever you want on your resume. Yeah. You know about things that are unverifiable. Um, but you know when you're hiring internally, like the internal process is a little bit different. It's a little bit more unique because they have exposure to you. Uh-huh. You can't bullshit. Yeah. You can't go and say, "Hey, I was number one ranked thing guy on the floor," and then they pull up their reporting system and like, "Oh, Tank, you were seventeenth. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> number one." Well, I, I forgot the seven. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, that was a typo. It was, it was typo seventeenth. Seventeenth overall. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> But just be, yeah, be take care of do your core job function yeah. um, at a a acceptable or high level, and you're you you've you've shown enough. Absolutely, sage advice from Mr. Palenko here. I appreciate that. Hey, uh, are you gonna get your vaccine? Yeah, when I can. Like, I, you know, we talked I, we talked a little bit about this yesterday, but yeah. I, I might have to lie about a medical condition <laughs> to sort of skip the line. Because I don't think I don't think like I think there's we're in phase two like R one B whatever they call it, um, oh. where you have to have you have to be like a, of a certain age, yeah. or you have to have a, a pre existing medical condition like diabetes or um, obesity, which, like visually they confirm that right, <laughs> like I'm walking up there and they're like okay, it's okay Come you don't here, sir yeah you yeah no 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 no, no 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 don't worry about it we see we got it. <laughs> 
What's what size is your waist? Forty two. Okay, you're I good. I wish I was a forty two. No, I know, but <laughs> here, just uh, roll your sleeve up, buddy. We don't. Yeah. No more questions. But like, I, I got I, you, Papa. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> There's snacks at the end, mijo. Right. You got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, but like, I would probably have to say, like, sign up under. The diabetes yeah. guy, right? Like I am, I am type two diabetic, which I'm not, by the way. Um, but and then I would go to the. You don't go to the center, and they're like, "Please prove to us that you're diabetic." <laughs> and I made the joke. I was like, "Yeah, give me all the sugar. Let's see what happens." Yeah, yeah. watch me. Watch <laughs> me have a low right here in front of you. You want me to take some? I will take insulin right now <laughs> if it means I can get that vaccine. No, but I will get. The, yes, I will get the vaccine. I, I'm not. I'm not afraid to. I guess is because I know that there's some fear, there's some trepidation with people out there who are like, I'm one of them. Yeah. Uh, why? Honestly, why? I mean, look, I mean, the, it came out really quick. Right. And granted, it was it's been around already mm-hmm. for so long. I just I'm waiting. You know, you know, like we'll take video game consoles, for example. You never go on the first run. You know, if you're smart enough, you've been around the video game market for a while because you want to see all the bugs and the patches that need to yeah. be sent out first. And you don't want to wait that, waste that money. Like, I'd rather have the other other guinea pigs, uh, no offense, uh, take it and see, you know, the, the reactions maybe six months down the line. And, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, I'll, I'll take I just I'm very weary of that, man. Like, well, how? OK, so what's uh, what's a good time frame for you to be like, OK, I would say six to eight months. Like, honestly, like legitimately, like, OK, like and, and, we are what? I think they've been doing it for about three, four months, three, four, four months. months. Yeah, okay. So, so you're not that far away. No, not, not that you're far. You're not that far away from your, your internal timeline where you're like, okay, yeah, no one's fucking dying from n- this. Not, not the, what, not, uh, what's the, the one that starts with the A, the, the vaccine that's overseas. Oh, I don't know. There's one that's causing like blood clots, apparently. Uh, well, I mean, sucks for the Europeans. Well, yes, but they're also sending, uh, AstraZeneca. That's the one. Okay. AstraZeneca. They're, so they're sending those that, that that possibly are causing blood clots to Mexico, uh, to help you know uh, get, get their uh, get their uh, uh, vaccines done. But by the same ones that are causing blood clots, and it's like, dude, we like all those tacos and. <laughs> yeah, I look, man. Like it's risk reward, just like everything else, right? Like, and, and the thing is, like, I I, I don't. <laughs> I'm to help myself, but regardless of how many sick hours I've ever used, like, I don't get sick often. <laughs> no, it's not sick. Okay, first of all, it's sick and safe. Okay. I've never once once gotten the flu shot. Okay, well, then you're safe. You're using your, P- your PTO for safe time, not sick. But anyway, <laughs> no, no, like, I, I, I understand the fear. Yeah. But look at the science and make a decision. Make an informed decision. Yeah. Okay? And you don't have to, right? Like if we get to, like it's not the mark of the beast, despite what you might hear from yeah, it, doomsday it, Christians. I don't think it's the mark of the beast. Well, they, they might put the frogs in the water again. The the mask <laughs> you might the mask might be the mark of the beast, but the vaccine is not. Um. <laughs> oh man, I, I just um, I, I heard they're putting the RFID chips, ladies and gentlemen, inside the vaccine. Uh, just throwing that out there. Are they? I mean, you never know. They'll, they'll know where we're at. They're gonna be like, times. "Oh my God, he's in, he's just he's at home again on a Friday night." <laughs> why did we waste the chip on him? We're Tell in me it. why. Did, <laughs> how much was that chip? This guy never leaves his fucking house. Is that, no, I, I, obviously I don't believe that. I just I, I just I just want to see 
six to eight months down the road. I think that's a plenty of time for have to have long, long quote unquote long term reactions to something. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, I'm like, what's the worst going to happen? I die. I have to go back to work. Well, I mean, that's gonna that's gonna happen eventually, a lot sooner than I hope you think. Not. I hope not. We, um, yeah, man, I'm I'm okay with the vaccine. Yeah. I'm also okay wearing masks. I'm okay. With I'm masks. okay if if your business decides they want to. If your business, I'm a freedom guy, man. Like I yeah. make your own decision, and I'll make my own decision. Okay. If, yeah, I mean, look, the numbers are. are getting our, our you know decreasing which we're tr- is, yeah we're trending in the right direction yeah you know so i, I i'm comfortable enough to, to be like you know what let's give us some time i'll wait you know and, and, yeah. and i think that's okay you know um if he dies he dies hey man you know it's been a good one you know i haven't haven't uh haven't started my counseling yet so whatever happens after this world i don't have a choice over at it, least so. i know where your stash of uh Oh, flippable products are. Products are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one that knows. Yeah, there's a couple of people that know, but yeah, you know, it's it, it is what it is. I I, I, I encourage anyone to make their their most rational decision. Now, I to 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 add on to that, I am opposed from a vaccine requirement for things like public schooling. Well, not necessarily public. Can we do that anyway already? Like, you can, I can't take my kid to school unless they have whatever set of vaccines yeah. that they want. So, yeah, I, if we want to add this to that list of shit, yeah, go ahead. But from an employer standpoint, like, I think there's weird HIPAA laws that um, you can't ask me if I've been vaccinated or not. Yeah. Like, if, if, if our job's like, prove to me you've been vaccinated. Like, I personally would be like, yeah, here's my, here's my, I got the Moderna on this date and this date. I'm like, whatever. But. Like, I don't think we can require that yeah, before be you step into the, the office. I hope so, because then, like, you know, money. <laughs> well, no, there's a lot of risk involved where, like, if we say, yeah, it's safe to come back to the office, and then you come to the office and you contract COVID and then you die, what's the risk there? Mm-hmm. Do you have to? Are we going to have to sign something that says we are not liable if you die of COVID? If you, you know, like... I choose to continue to work from home. Well, I, I mean... Okay. Like, I don't know. I don't know if we will be presented with that option, but I'm sure we will. I'm first in the door, man. I hate being at home. I love being at home, except when the anxiety acts up. But I, that's what it is too. Like I've, I've had extreme anxiety issues. I know we talked about it on the yeah, last yeah. time, but like it's gotten worse, like really worse. Maybe it's worse because you're not around, around the people. people. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I know. A hundred percent. That's what it is. But I wouldn't change it for going back to work. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't think you have anxiety as bad as you think you do. Oh, no. It, 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 I, and I've talked about it on the show, the last episode, actually, or the two episodes ago, to where uh, it's, just, it's, it's debilitating. I can't move. It's getting worse. Like, and I'm, I'm yelling and crying at the same it's, Man. It's, it's bad. Uh, Are it, you? Uh, and I, 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 I'm openly talking about it. That way I'm aware that I have an issue. Um, no, like, I, um, I used to be one of those ignorant people when it came to things like anxiety, uh-huh. where I'm like, it's just calm down yeah right like don't worry about it don't worry about it you know how stupid that is to say to somebody who has anxiety like such an insulting thing like very much like, <laughs> if i could just flip off my worry about it switch i would have done it a long time 100%, ago yeah. okay there's clearly something else going on here yeah. but i used to be that guy and I, it took me a while to figure out like oh, okay like this is a thing that needs to be treated a little bit more seriously than yeah. what i've been treating it i don't I have moments where I do struggle with that, with those sort of things like anxiety and, and I don't want to say depression, but like, yeah, but I, what I worry about not to, not to venture off because no, no. I'm probably 
close to the time that you wanted to spend listening to me ramble. No, um, I do worry that we try very hard to label everything as some sort of condition. Yeah. Instead of just like, I'm sad because a oh, sad thing happened to me. Yeah. And you should, we should allow ourselves to feel those emotions where we, yeah. we don't need to identify this sadness as depression and then treat ourselves for depression. No, right. I'm sad because I didn't get that job or because, yeah. you know, I lost my dog or whatever. Like, that's it's a, okay. That's the thing that yes. happens in life. It's a normal occurrence. It's not a, a not, that's, that particular event does not lead you to having to a quote unquote mental illness. Right. You, you're, sadness, you're, you're emotions, human, it, those nature, are human yeah. emotions. Like, yeah. I, I do worry that we, 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 we go to, to one far, one extreme side yeah. where it's like we have to treat everything you feel. Absolutely. And we don't have to treat everything you feel. Just be sad. Allow yourself to be sad. Oh, Allow yeah. yourself to be happy. I've always, I've always been a big proponent of that. It's like you have to embrace the emotion that you're feeling right now in order to accept it and to be able to move on. Uh, example, my divorce. Like if I, 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 the one thing I took from my divorce we, the, that I passed to everybody else, it's like no matter what anyone says or does, you're still going to feel the same for a long time, mm-hmm. and you have to embrace it. Otherwise, everything will continue without right, you. Like, and you're, but you're, you are going to be sad, but it doesn't mean it's not going to end. You know. Well, think about how any significant sort of loss in your life, yeah. where like, 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 look, I've been away from. I'm just going to use this as an example. I've been away from my dog now for a few hours. <laughs> and now you miss your fucking. Yeah, and I miss my dog. <laughs> I, like if. <laughs> if. <laughs> The f- the longer I am away from him, yeah. <laughs> the more I miss him. Yeah. Okay. So when somebody important in your life like dies or whatever, yeah, you don't miss them less. 10, 15, 20 years down yeah. the road, you miss them more. Twenty years because it's been twenty years since yeah. you've seen them. Like Absolutely. maybe you deal with it differently and you go through life differently, but you're always gonna like I just. Stuff that's sad, it's always going to be, it's never going to be a happy thing. Yeah. Like it, it may turn into something good, but that feeling that you felt in that moment was a very real feeling. Yeah. And you're always going to remember what that felt like. I just worry because, well, quick story. I, I was actually uh, going to help Derek move one day. Uh-huh. And uh, Buddy from uh, uh, why, uh, well, why am I forgetting his name? Uh, on the road, uh, Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. I, I kept on saying Nelly Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Nelson came on, buddy, and I have it on my. Uh, he just came on a playlist that I had, and I was like, I miss my fucking dog, and I just left like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> I, it's, what's weird is like that's where I feel like maybe I do have like a like some weird emotional condition because. Yeah. I will I will get like teary eyed and sad at like the random like random shit like stupid songs that like they're not sad songs. Well, buddy's pretty sad, but it's it just like no, but like it's like like for me like I'm You're watching all... I, I'll be watching like American Idol right, and it's just like this poor minority kid. He's got like eight siblings, and, and they live in a shack. Martin. Yeah, no. <laughs> We live in a shack, and he stands up there in front of, like, uh, who's on there now? It's not Keith Urban. What's that guy's name? Luke Bryan, Luke Bryan, Katy Perry, and Lionel Richie. And then, like, he just belts out, I don't know, some Stevie Wonder sound. And then, like, all of them are just blown away. And he's like, yeah, I made it. I'm pulling my life, my kid, my family out of the poorhouse. That, those sort of things. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> Wow. 
I'm emotional right now. I didn't expect this emotional response. I think as I get older, I'm having a lot more of that too. And I'm like, what the hell? Like I was like 20 year old me would have like. And then I'm like, and then I'm like, am I depressed? Like, why yeah. am I crying like this? Is this is this what depression looks like? You're accepting more emotion. <laughs> no, but I, I, <laughs> I just worry. Uh, just I mean, and I reached out to you too. You know what I'm about it, and I just, I'm, I'm I'm accepting it. The fact that like I just can't move sometimes. You know, like I literally cannot move, and I'm screaming, and I'm just I don't know what to do. Uh, and I'm not saying as a pity party. Like, no, uh, but it's a, that's but see that's like a legit thing. Like that's a that's a frightening physical response yeah. to what you're feeling internally. Yeah, it, it, it's outer body for sure. Uh, and and I can't like I'm and I've been on the phone with people too while I'm having it. Like, can I can I give you some advice? Go ahead. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no problem solved. Hallelujah. Just don't worry about it, man. Honestly, I wish I wish I could say that because it's it's over the same thing. And it's what I've asked you too. Like it's it, my internal struggle with the fact that one day we will like not you're just be not going to be here anymore. Yeah, you know, like Tank, when you die, I will remember you but, uh, for a long time. Like I will remember you. Like like I, I wish that I could. I know that it's not going to address the anxiety that you feel about it. I don't get. But I, I just don't. I think you're looking at it. You you are looking at it. What's the word I want to say? You're looking at it from a very temporary and a very selfish perspective. Okay. I hope so. Okay. <laughs> because here's what I like. My, like my kids will. Like we talk about like funerals and stuff like that. And I jokingly and it's not jokingly. I really mean this when I say it. But I'll say to them, do whatever you want at my funeral. I won't be there. <laughs> Like, you know how people are like, well, he requested to have his ashes spread along the whatever, like thrown into the Grand Canyon. And while, you know, I don't know, ACDC played in the background. (laughs) I don't have any of that. I'm like, whatever helps you move on. First of all, like whatever's cheapest, like just save the save, save your money. How many folders can? Yeah, just. Yeah. (laughs) God damn it, Walter. There's some Tupperware in the pantry. Just use that. Okay, whatever's cheapest. But also, like, just do the things that help you. Start to move on with your yeah. life. So, like for you, in your 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 it's dilemma so with your dilemma it's with so this, selfish. it's just like, yeah, you're like, what happens to me? No, it's not. What happens to me when I die? Am I done? No, 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 no. The fact that uh, that I won't be able to wake up right and go to, you know, have this conversation with you, you know, or won't be able to listen to music or one of my favorite songs and, you know, smell something beautiful. You know what I mean? Like I, the fact that there's a chance that that might not be able to happen. Okay. To yeah. Over. Yeah. But that so, sucks. so what, what's, and I was thinking about this the other day when I was, you put something on Facebook about this too, right? Uh, yeah. Like recently. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's weird. Like, because I believe in eternal life. Okay. Yeah. I believe that there is an afterlife. When I die, I'm going to heaven. I'm going to so hell. Too. Okay. I believe that. And what you're thinking is, there's not that. There's void. What that does from you, in my mind, is that places a ton of value on your living today. Which is, I mean, it goes to our conversation earlier okay. today. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, just their value, the, the, your your life, yeah. the time you have here. If I could have some guarantee that something else happens, oh, man, I would, I would be the happiest guy in the world. No, like, it's just like, like, yeah, like for me, I live this life free and happy and i do the thing i do right things and i hope that gets me you know i hope i end up in heaven right Right. like i hope i've done the right things to get to heaven um but that also means that i know that when i die i have something else 
to worry about. So I don't have to cram everything in this life. Exactly. Okay. You should be, you should be cramming everything in this life as where, where it is right now. Yeah. Okay. And you don't have to make a decision about how you think, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to finalize your opinion on what happens after you die, but I, I don't want to, but what it should do, <laughs> but what it should do is it should inspire you to live your life to, you know, I'm very cliche right now, but it should inspire you to live your life to its fullest because that's the only one you have. And there's no afterlife. There's nothing that's going to happen afterwards. Well, no, so smell everything you want to smell. I, I, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It's just like, if there's nothing, that's not fair. You know what I mean? If there's uh, nothing afterwards, that's not fair. What? Fair I to who? To, fair to who? To anybody. And who's, who, who is doing this to you? Our parents. <laughs> I, uh, you know, like, they didn't, they didn't, I didn't ask to be here. You know, I, I know, but you know, like, you're here. Like, you, I mean. I know. I understand that. And just, like, I don't get a choice to what happens after, you know, after, like, I've expired here. Like, no, you I have. Don't, I don't want there to not be nothing after this. Okay, so yeah. so believe that there's not. Anyway, don't worry about it. <laughs> Just believe. <laughs> no, like I mean, seriously. Like if you like like do your do your research and come to a conclusion. But in any case, live your life. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I try my best to. Okay. It's just at night. And <laughs> yeah, I. And again, I don't know. I'm not around anybody. I'm not around. Two dogs and horses and goats and sticks. Those are people. <laughs> what happens to your dog when they die? I mean, it ends for them. Hey, too. man, I don't even want to have that conversation. Right? <laughs> I know, like, my dog's old. Like, he's not yeah. old. He's like eight. I don't know if that's old, but that's older. Earl, Earl uh, is turning 13 uh, next year. Oh, wow. Yeah, I hope yeah. I get a few more years. But I'm like, like, there's times where I'm like, okay, dude, I'm just going to friggin' cuddle with you for as long as I can because, <laughs> like, it's like, you know, when you're annoyed. Uh, when you're annoyed, lady, he's like, "Dude, okay, I don't want to pet you right now, but you're like, but I want to, uh, I want to oh. be able to pet him forever." So yeah, you know what? Come oh, here, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna miss this when you die. So yes, come here. Like, lay your fat ass on me. Exactly. I don't care. <laughs> anyway, we'll end it on that uh, because that's you know, the last thing I'm gonna say. Lay your fat ass on me. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Uh, but I want to thank you again uh, for coming on to the show and. Uh, it's always a pleasure. You can always come on whenever. Oh, someone just kicked the bucket. Uh oh. <laughs> it all ended for them. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> all right, Stephen Palenko, thank you Happy again be for here. being on the Tink Rodriguez Show. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Follow us on uh, the, all the uh, things. All the things. I'm not going to say it. You know, it's uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Okay, bye. <laughs>